following podcast represents the perspectives of the host and our guests. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent those of our places of work. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Parcels of Info, an NDC podcast, our most efficient way to deliver parcels of valuable information straight to the healthcare supply chain. My name's Liz, and I'm here today with Kurt Rosinski and Ken Harris. Kurt's the Director of National Accounts for Healthometer Scales, and Ken is the Executive VP of Sales and Marketing. Welcome to Parcels of Info, Ken and Kurt. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. So today we are touching on the topic of customer service in a virtual world, which uh, is very relevant for the past 18 months or so. Kurt, I know that Healthometer is just well known for their awesome customer service. Can you tell us about some of the changes you've seen at Healthometer over the past year? Uh, Absolutely, Liz, and uh, thanks for asking. So yes, when the the pandemic started, we obviously, you know, had to... uh, uh, address the situation at hand, and that meant, uh, you know, keeping our our employees safe, and uh, as well as trying to continue get getting stuff out the door. So we, you know, from a, a standpoint of our uh, warehouse crew, we went to a skeleton crew so that we could, you know, accomplish that, as well as uh, we we had them just working longer hours so that we wouldn't have to have as many crew you know, many people in there, uh, you know, to, to move out the same amount of product. So we also, uh, you know, pretty much all of our internal admin functions that, you know, we set them up at their homes, including our customer service department. So anything that they could do, you know, from the office uh, very quickly, they could do from their home within a week or so. We got that technology to them so that we could continue, you know, serving our customers. So, you know, now, Liz, it's, you know, we're, we're, you know, uh, uh, more than a year, you know, we're, we're later and, and the pandemic's dying down and, uh, you know, we're, we've kind of moved to like a 50, 50 transition, um, for the next uh, few months. And then we'll probably have everybody back in the office, you know, by the end of the year, I'm guessing. It's interesting. Interesting. When you think about all the modifications you had to make, like staggering those, um, hours, like you were those work shifts, like you were mentioning. So Ken, I know, Healthometer, like I mentioned, is known for their customer service. Can you tell us a little bit about your approach to building your customer service department? What is the secret? Sure. And, you know, we've been doing this for over 100 years and we've been looking at our process and how do we, how do we make the best support systems for the people that use our products and sell our products. And so we have a lot of processes in place. We just, during the pandemic and, during the, and, and, and since, we, we really just had to adapt what we had, but we start from a basic philosophy of how do we make things easier for people to deal with us and work and work with our products. And so just in general, we're we're always looking at how we can make sure we're answering, answering people's questions quickly. If if you look at how we measure what we're doing, we answer uh, over 90% of our calls are answered by a live person in less than two rings of the telephone. And we take, if you look at technical service calls and sales support calls and just general general questions about our products. We take close to 20,000 calls a year. And we know that when people are calling us, they have other things to do as well. They're not sitting at a desk. We may be sitting at a desk waiting, you know, working with people, but they're not sitting at a desk. So if we don't answer their call and we call them back, they're not there. And then we leave a message and they call back or they send an email. So we know that the best way to serve people, if they have to call us, 
is to answer the telephone and help them right away. So we we look at our, we look at how to make our systems um, available for that. We we always look at how do we meet the customer where they are. Do we have information on our website? Do we have the right materials with our products? We always want to make sure we can be available and working the way the customer wants. But in general, we set up all of our systems so that if people have to call and if we have to support them, we're there to support them on their terms when they need us so they can get back to doing what they're doing in, in, in the regular part of their workflow. That's an awesome outlook and way to run your, your whole customer service program. Oh, thanks. And, and you know, to do that, uh, you know, we look at, we measure why, why people are calling us. We review uh, why people are calling what's happening. And on a daily basis, we review every call that comes in as a team with engineering customer service to say, why are people calling on a monthly basis? We look at the reasons people call and we look to get to the root causes of these so that we can make sure we either eliminate the reason why someone would have to call or that we can answer the question correctly quickly and um, make sure our products fit the needs of what's, you know, fit the needs of the questions that are coming in so that we can eliminate uh, any questions or issues that are happening out in the field. Sounds like a really proactive system. Definitely taking in, adjusting to what you hear in the customer service department. Kurt, as a leader and a team member at Healthometer, can you tell us about how your internal teams interact with customer service to better the customer experience? Uh, absolutely, yes. Uh you know, all all of our all of our functions really have to integrate with uh, with customer service, and and you know, just by the uh, the variety of calls that we're getting, whether it's a technical support call where we might need to involve engineering, or it's simply you know someone needing information or a quote or something, uh, where uh, a sales rep or sales function would you know reach back out to the customer. So, you know, one. One of the things that Ken hinted out hinted at earlier was the uh, you know just our way easier culture, and that's Liz. That's W E I G H easier. So you know we're a scale company. We're playing on the word. Love that. But uh, you know every one of our employees wakes up every day, and they're they're just motivated by that simple mission, right? And whatever task they're in, and uh, as a result of that, I think you know we're our customers uh, are, are going to have a better experience. Um, you know, we we utilize a lot of things to measure our customers' expectations and and how you know like NPS. We use that as a survey to kind of measure how we're doing out there, and uh, so we're we're always proactive in trying to make a you know a culture that wins. And you know, I think one of the, Liz one of the best things that illustrates that, and and, and I uh, I really. You know, every time I'm in Ken's office, I uh, I look at this on the wall and it just, you know, it's like, that is so right. But basically he has a, you know, a poster on the wall that says, if you don't take care of your customer, someone else will. So, you know, that that's just straight up. That's what we try to do. And like Ken said, we try to do it promptly and accurately so that, you know, when there is something wrong, we, we uh, can make it right. It's a great quote, Ken. Yeah, well, well, thank you. <laughs> No, seriously, that's true. You know, if you don't take care of it, someone else will. That should be it's true for many aspects of business. Ken, could you uh, touch and talk about some of the changes from a customer standpoint that we've uh, seen throughout the course of the pandemic? Sure. If you look at what what we're seeing, um, I think across all the different as areas that we work and the way we work with our customers, is a few things happened during the pandemic very quickly. People got very, very busy uh, in the work they were doing because, like us, 
where we couldn't have everybody in, where people had to work um, longer hours to accomplish the same amount of work or not be working in the place they normally would be. Everybody got busier doing the same work that they that they that they were accustomed to. And a lot of the work we were doing became more urgent. So all of that together, people had less time to really focus on on things that weren't directly getting what they needed done. So everybody was more in in a hurry or more of a hurry than they've really ever been. And rightfully so. We had to we had to look at that. And so a few things happened um, in there. We had to be while even we were working in an environment that was um, harder to be as effective, we had to be more effective and quicker to help people when they when they called or if they had a question, um, how we would engage. Um, just the general way that all of us engaged, we had to be we had to be um, smarter, faster. We had to be more compelling, faster. We had to get into the things uh, that needed to be done. Um, more more quickly but at the same time we couldn't lose any of our um, empathy or courtesy or social uh, interactions that we had because we were all under stress and so it created an environment where you really had to look at how can I make sure when when we're working with someone whether it's a sales call or customer service are we are we getting to what people need effectively quickly in a way that communicated clearly uh, so that people could, as, as, as kind of I said earlier, so people could get back to doing it, what it was that they were doing or take take what you were working on them with and apply it quickly so that they could get what they needed done. But it was always in an environment where all of us had to get more done quickly than we otherwise might have. And in that, again, it kind of goes to how we changed our systems and how we adapted our systems to where our customers' needs were because they were always looking to get to the next thing, and rightfully so. How do I get from here to here? Because I have, I have more to do. I have more to do. There are more things coming in, and all of it was was really important. There were lots of things happening in, in our customers' worlds that people's health and people's families were depending on, and so we we made sure we were adapting to get people back to doing those things or help them get to do those things more effectively, and that created a whole different environment in terms of uh, I'm not going to say just speed of getting it done, but effectiveness and understanding of where our customers were coming from and what they were looking for, because it wasn't always the same outcome that they were looking for prior to the pandemic, because their world had changed too. Right. I mean, you go from you know normal life to instantaneous, you know, connections with everything, everything virtual. So people are expecting this different, a different pace, a different. It's a whole new world whole new world honestly and it's like like the regular like like pre-pandemic and where we're going we don't get to define what satisfies our customers only they can and if we're not communicating well we won't understand what's important and if we don't understand what's important we're less effective at, at collaborating and helping so even you know in any time you have to be open and looking for what what our customers are looking for from us during these times that we're just that we are just passing through, the the sense of urgency and the sense of um, newness to how to solve problems was always at the forefront, and everyone was kind of looking to work their way through that. Infection control and patient and caregiver safety are serious issues for healthcare facilities. 
That's why Healthometer Professional Scales recently developed five antimicrobial patient scales. These scales feature antimicrobial keypads and antimicrobial powder coating on their handrails and transport handle. When bacteria come into contact with the keypad, this antimicrobial function inhibits bacterial growth, helping reduce patient and staff exposure to various bacteria, germs, and viruses. Healthometer's platform scales, wheelchair scales, and in-bed stretcher scales are also protected with antimicrobial keypads. For more information on Healthometer's antimicrobial scales, visit Healthometer's website at www.homscales.com slash innovations slash antimicrobial dash scales. Now, Kurt, how are these changes and adaptations following the pandemic that Ken and I were just discussing, how are these changes affecting how we do business in the future? Uh, yeah, and I, I think uh, that's a great question, Liz. And and one of the things that we're seeing, and, and I think in all aspects of uh, of what we do is when we come out of this, um, we're going to be doing things differently than we were before. And because we've learned how to do a few things more efficiently and maybe a few things less efficiently because we weren't in person, right? And so I know for, for meetings going forward, um, for you know, customer interaction with whether it be a physician group or a hospital person, we know, you know, and and the industry data shows that, you know, basically two days of the week, a rep needs to be at his house uh, or her house on the computer talking to their docs virtually because 40% of them want to hear from them virtually even after the pandemic because it's less interruption at their office. It's less interruption, you know, when they're doing their day, you know, their, their clinical work at the hospital or whatever. And, you know, I know for reps, they've got to go through this big routine just to get into an institution, but even before the pandemic. And now, you know, because we can work virtually, it's good. But, you know, Liz, what that means is we're on a, we're on a computer screen, right. And uh, our, our rep is, and our customer is, and we have to be very compelling very quickly because, as Ken was talking about, um, you know, your, your attention span of your customers is only so long because they're bombarded with so much stuff. So we know we have to be compelling, you know, very, very quickly and we have to get to the, you know, get to what they want to talk about quickly. And that, that's a skill set, right? And you can't just walk into the office and, and say, hey, how are things going? And, and, you know, be there for a half an hour. This is usually like a 15 minute, hey, how can I help you, doc? How can I help you, Ms. you know, um, the hospital administrator or whatever and, and get to the thing. So so that's what we've, uh, you know, what we've uh, what we've seen. Like maybe we don't need a 45 minute meeting for this. Maybe it can be 15 minutes. Exactly. Because we can be uh, be a lot more efficient. So, uh, yeah. And and, you know, we're. From our standpoint, you know, I mean, we're, we sell scales. I mean, we're, we're pounds and inches. That's pretty much what we do. And we, you know, try to do that accurately all the time, whether people like that or not. But, uh, you know, we obviously with the whole pandemic, you know, now people are setting up their offices differently, maybe some patient flow different. I, I know that happened to me personally with like even my dentist office. I came in the back door and I went out the front door, right? Because they didn't have people sitting in the lobby. But, right. you know, so it's things like that. And so, you know, for example, instead of having one scale in the hallway, they may have a scale in each room now, right? Uh, or they may take advantage of like some of our antimicrobial scales that we, uh, you know, that we sell that that are, 
you know, that help with uh, the spread of bacteria. So those are just a couple of things, I guess I would, you know, I would say the changes and things that were that we saw and how we're adapting to, to do business in the future. Now, you mentioned the antimicrobial scales. Um, so, Ken, can you tell us a little more about these new antimicrobial keypads? Sure. And we've been making scales um, for different applications with antimicrobial coatings on them for, for quite a while. And we've adapted more of our scales with antimicrobial keypads uh, during, this, during this time because a, a lot of things are happening in the dynamics of how people use medical equipment scales in particular you know, that we know, but I think all medical equipment, and there's a few things going on. Uh, before it was very neutral. People would, there'd be equipment in the room, people would uh, um, use them. Obviously, the patients are, are interacting with them, the caregivers are interacting, interacting in different ways. Um, and there's a, a level of safety that should be built into this equipment in the appropriate application, but there's also a level of confidence. The caregiver wants to know uh, that they're that they are working with equipment that's safe, that they're not doing anything to transmit something to their patients and vice versa. Patients want to be comfortable um, in the environment that they're in. You know, during the height of the pandemic, people were uncomfortable going out, going to their doctor's office in the first place. And, and lots of people um, went without care because they weren't comfortable going into the office to the extent that manufacturers like us can help make the office an inviting place or help the providers make their office a comfortable place, patients will be more comfortable going and they'll get the care they need. They'll be more relaxed while, we're th while they're there. They're, nobody wants to be uncomfortable when they're, at a, when they're at a doctor's office or in a medical setting. And all the, you know, the little things all of us can do just to bring down those levels stress or raise the level of confidence on all sides of who's using the equipment or interacting with it becomes important for, for a manufacturer on so many levels that we thought it's the right thing to do. Absolutely. It's the things, it's the thing that, that we should be doing. So we extended the antimicrobial um, coatings to our keypads, which is the, in, in our case, one of the places that is the most interactive on our equipment. So we made sure that that was there and covered takes away one other layer of stress from all the different areas that germs and bacteria and viruses can be all the places we touch in the doctor's office. So that's really a great, a great thing that's happened. So ex what exactly it's less likely to spread the virus? Um, is it like the, the powder that's on it? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's in the materials that the, that the keypads are made of. So they are, yes, um, they are less likely for, for bacteria to grow and thrive on that surface. Um, regardless of our equipment, anybody's equipment, all manufacturers recommend that all equipment gets cleaned according to, according to all of the instructions. But inside that, anything we can do to make it um, less inviting, if you will, for organisms to uh, thrive on our equipment is something we should just be doing as a, as a course of business. What's well, great that Health Meter is doing this. That's really great step for all companies to start, you know, making these moves in the wake of COVID. So before we go, first off, I want to thank you both so much for coming on the podcast and sharing, you know, how Health Meter has adapted to just the awesome customer service we know from your company in a virtual world. So thank you both so much. Um, but before we go, 
Um, what do we want people to walk away from this episode knowing? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I would, you know, I, I would say we just, you know, as a as a uh, group of people uh, interacting with with uh, customers that that need our equipment, that need our our stuff. I think we just need to get back to doing the fundamental things, right? And we may be doing them a little bit differently right now. It's like. Hey, uh, how many virtual meetings does it take to, you know, do do this or do that? I mean, we may be measuring ourselves in virtual meetings with metrics. I would think next year. Right? So it's going to be a part of our, uh, you know, a part of our uh, routine in, in conducting business. So I just think, you know, just making the calls, getting in front of people, whether it's virtual or in person, uh, and doing the fundamental things as we need to, that we need to uh, is going to is will will keep keep things moving in the right direction you know whether there's a pandemic or not so solid advice and and i would say as as um things progress um out of the pandemic and and where uh where they are going remembering that the the manufacturers the distributor reps um companies like ndc are really all part of a team and we should lean on each other we we extend each other's ability and power to help our mutual customers when we collaborate and we and we work with each other. Some of us are deeper into the field. Some of us are back at the factory. Some of us are, are, are in different headquarters, but we're all uh, have the ability to help each other. And remembering that we're, we're a team and we should lean on each other, work with each other, gives us really an ability to spread our, our capabilities to our customers in a much deeper and immediate way. And I think that's something that as we look, as, as things get busier again, as they continue to get busy and people are calling on us, leaning on each other, collaborating, I think is a great way to extend our capabilities um, to serve people well. That's a great point to end on. If the pandemic taught us one thing, we are all in this together from competitors in the healthcare world to wow, we really need to work together and lean on each other and you know be successful through this without everyone else in the industry who we're going through this together. Totally agree. So, thank you both so much. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Kurt. Uh, I appreciate the time. And uh, thanks for joining us on another episode of Parcels of Info. Thank you, Liz. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to Parcels of Info, an NDC podcast, our most efficient way to deliver parcels of valuable information straight to the healthcare supply chain. Please subscribe on your favorite platform and share this with someone you love. Thanks. <laughs>